Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Urban Herbalist podcast, where we discuss herbs, oils, and all things regarding natural health and how to maintain your wellness on your own and to do it naturally without any type of drugs. Everything we need to stay well and to maintain our health, God gave us on this earth, and we're here to talk about it. This week, we're going to be talking about nourishing herbal infusions. Now, what is an infusion? An infusion is pretty much like a tea, but stronger. You take your little tea bag, you make a cup of tea, yeah, that's nice. An infusion, we're drawing upon the work again of Susan Weed. Uh, She recommends making a strong, nourishing infusion, and to do that, she puts an ounce of herb in a one-quart mason jar and covers it with boiling water and lets it steep for a minimum of four hours. You can steep it up to overnight even. I usually do mine in the morning when I get home from work. I get it steeping, and then I wake up from my nap. It's all ready to go. And joining me this week again is my cohort in herbalism, Brett. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Um, Herbal infusions are a great way to introduce some nutrients into our system that we may not be getting from any kind of tablet or any kind of multivitamin. Um, Herbs, once they're steeped for a long period of time, have a really high concentration of vitamins, minerals, um, and even some trace antioxidants that we may not be getting. So it is really important for us to use what's in our home and, you know, make those herbal infusions and use them. Now there's two herbs we want to talk about this week that are very, very common and very potent and very good for us. Uh, The first one we're going to touch upon is dandelion. Now most of you may find that to be the annoying weed in your yard. However, it is packed full of nutrients that are good for you. You could wildcraft them from your yard if you want. However, if you use any type of fertilizer or weed killer, you definitely don't want to do that. You also want to be careful not to use dandelions that are near roads where there's a lot of car exhaust. But you can also get them from different places that sell herbs. They're very, it's, dandelion's very affordable. It's one of the cheapest herbs you can get. It's one of the easiest ones to find. So, Brett, tell me... What do you prefer about dandelion? What's your favorite? You know what I love about dandelion is I love the bitter constituents that dandelion has in it. Um, it's amazing for detoxifying your liver and also for your digestion. Um, if you have any kind of digestive issues and want like a really good gentle relief, dandelion is amazing for that. Um, dandelion also has a very high concentration of potassium in it. Um, dandelion root and dandelion leaf have minerals like uh, potassium and other electrolytes that help you balance out your system, which is super important for maintaining your um, blood pressure and also maintaining um, healthy sodium levels in your body. body that has too much sodium in it is going to retain some water, whereas dandelion with high amounts of potassium will flush out that sodium. Um, I love dandelion because it is a diuretic and it's great for any kind of water retention um, and any kind of sluggish issues in the body. Um, So it kind of brings everything to the surface and flushes it out through your kidneys. Okay, now we're at the just the facts portion of the show where we talk about the nutrition facts of dandelion. 
Now we're going to go at nutritionvalue.org where we have the nutrition value of dandelion. Uh, one ounce of raw dandelion greens contains uh, 1.7 milligrams of iron, which is 9% RDA, 218 milligrams potassium, which is 5% RDA. But when you look at the vitamins, it's got 31% of your RDA for vitamin A. It's got B1, B2, B6, folate, 21% of your RDA of vitamin C, 8% vitamin E, and, are you ready for this, 357% RDA of vitamin K. It's also chocked full of copper, iron, as and we're back. Found out the hard way I can't navigate away from the recording to bring you nutrition facts. So, <laughs> anyway, dandelion. Let's try this again, briefly. Dandelion is full of potassium. It's full of vitamin A, vitamin B6, vitamin C, and a high amount of vitamin K. And one thing I found difficult was actually finding nutrition information and nutrition facts for herbs, which is surprising to me because herbs are food. But with the nourishing infusion, you do get a high amount of vitamins in it as opposed to just your regular tea bag for your regular cup of tea. Nourishing infusions are just that. They're meant to be in infusions. The next one that we want to talk about is stinging nettle. Nettle is another obnoxious weed that you can find everywhere. But it's so good for you and so full of nutrition that it makes a great nourishing tonic. Brett, what are some of the things that you like about nettle? Um, I love how nettle really is kind of one of those, uh, it's like a multivitamin in a plant. You know, there are so many trace minerals in there and there are so many really, really powerful, um, powerful components. Like it has a really high concentration of magnesium and the magnesium allows you to better absorb a lot of the other things from your food, like calcium and a lot of the other processes that are started in your body really need magnesium to go. You know, magnesium tends to be one of those um, herbs and or one of those uh, compounds that are oftentimes overlooked because, you know, we just, we think we're getting enough of it or like, oh, it's in the multivitamin, but we're really not in our diet. And so that's why magnesium deficiency is so prevalent now. And so that's really what I love about nettle. And also just because it has a, such a pleasant, you know, very herbaceous taste to it and very minerally. Yeah, nettle has definitely got a better taste to it than dandelion. Dandelion can be a little bit bitter. But nettle is a pretty mellow flavor. That's another... Let me bring up some nutrition facts. Last time I tried to get away and looked at nutrition facts and stopped recording, so we had to start again, and our apologies for that technical difficulty. But in a 100-gram serving of nettle, you've got 481 milligrams of calcium, which is 37% of your RDA, and you also have a high amount of vitamin A and vitamin K. 
And for women, especially as we get older, calcium is a very important nutrient, especially as we get up toward the menopausal ages, as I am, our bone density decreases and we are prone to osteoporosis and a nourishing infusion of nettle is a great way to get calcium in your body. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up with the nourishing infusions that we're talking about with these herbs, I don't know about anybody out there, but I have yet to find a multivitamin that doesn't make me nauseous. And when you're spending a lot of money uh, and taking handfuls of supplements, I don't know if this happens to you, but I end up with neon pee. And you got to question how much of that supplement is your body actually getting ingested? How much is it digesting and how much are you just peeing out and having a glow-in-the-dark toilet? Because it's, it, I question that, especially like, how have you had, how much luck have you had with supplements, Brett? Um, you know, supplements I do, you know, do tend to make me a little bit more on the nauseous side. And definitely with those B vitamins, you know, the B vitamins oftentimes give you that neon green pea with a super foul, foul aroma. Um, you know, and so it really does kind of beg to, you know, kind of begs the question, is this really getting into my system? Am I really using everything I can out of this? Or is it literally just being filtered out? Um, one thing I do want to point out about nettles, too. Um, is that nettles works great if you're harvesting it in early spring and taking it as a tonic because it does help with seasonal allergies. Um, it's very, very good at reducing your histamine response. And oftentimes um, you see this in Russia where they do take uh, the tea of that nettle and that kind of they make a soup out of the fresh nettle sprigs and that helps the seasonal allergies as the pollen and everything. And the great thing about nourishing infusions is it's you're drinking it as a tea, so the digestive process starts in your mouth. So your receptors in your mouth are sending the signals to your liver and your pancreas that, oh, we've got some herbs coming in. Let's get these enzymes ready to go. So you are getting better digestion of the nutrients. And you'll know that because you won't have any kind of funky urine coming out like you would with a supplement that you would take out of a bottle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I apologize for the choppiness of this episode. We're still new to podcasting. <laughs> We're getting used to this. I, Working the kinks out. Oh, the first episode we did on my phone. And, well, I turned all the notifications off, but every time I would get a notification, it would still vibrate. So I had to go through, and it's the first episode's a little choppy because I had to edit out the vibrations because it, it basically, I would have had to call it the Drop Ass Podcast because that's what it sounded like. <laughs> so in this one, I thought, well, I'm going to use my laptop to record this now. Well, the laptop shuts off after five minutes, and I have to go back and record again. <laughs> so <laughs> I thank you for your patience with the, digest with the technical difficulties we're having because we're new to podcasting. And basically, we just were trying to get the word out to people. I mean, we're herb nerds because it's what we do. It's what we've been doing for years. And there's so many benefits that people can get out of herbal medicine. And our goal, our, our goal of this podcast is to get the word out to people to how much nutrition is available through herbs and how they can benefit you. And how more people, we're trying to turn more people toward nature, toward natural medicine, 
toward wellness and taking care of yourself so that you don't have the illnesses. You don't have to go on the prescriptions as you get older. And I wish, I wish as I was growing up, I would have had this type of education. But of course, my mother, she had to work and did everything she could just to keep a roof over her head and put food on the table for us. But I've, over the last 20 some years, have studied as Brett studied mm-hmm. over the last what 20 years yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've been studying this this type of medicine and it's my goal to pass it on to my children pass it on to my grandchildren and also to get the word out to people because more and more personally in my opinion I don't trust big pharma you know that's just me and there's other ways there's better ways God gave us everything that we need on this earth to keep ourselves well and Brett, what do you think about getting the word out? You know, I agree. And I think I, educating, uh, I think education is essential because I think this is um, something that anyone can do. Um, you know, if you don't want to go as far as just like, nope, I'm going to go off all my medications. This is something that you can work with your pharmacist on. It's something that you can work with your doctor on and it's preventative. You know, like the taking the tonics is preventative. And prevention is, I think, 90% of, I I think it's 90% of what living holistically really is. It's preventing the future illnesses and things like that. And so these are simple things that you can do to take control of your health and be your own advocate. You know, like we're here to educate you and give you our research so that you can add that to your own research and be be your own advocate for your health. You know, because you're the one who knows your body better than anyone else. So you should have a say of what goes in it and what doesn't. And that, I think, is, um, you know, and having the information, we're going to give you whatever information we have, give you resources if we don't have the information, and give you the direction where to go so that you can make informed decisions, whatever those decisions may be. Because you're living in your body and you will live in your body until you don't, you know, until, you know, you live in your body from the time you're born until the time you expire, you need to get to know it, you need to understand it, and you need to be an advocate for it. Because this is your home in this incarnation. I've always hated that term expire. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, from the days that I, before I have my current job, which I've been at for 27 years, I worked at a hospital in a nursing home as a nursing assistant, and they always use the term expire. I'm like, what are these people, a gallon of milk? <laughs> why Why do they say expire? Anyway. <laughs> so just to recap uh, what we were talking about before, the method as far as making a nourishing herbal infusion, we are drawing upon the work from Susan Weed, who recommends taking a quart-sized mason jar or any type of heat-safe container, adding one ounce of herb. In this episode, we covered dandelion. You can use the leaf or the root, and nettle, which I tend to use nettle leaf. I don't really use nettle root, but you can use the root as well. Adding one ounce of herb, then adding, filling the jar with boiling water, putting a cover on it, on it and letting it infuse for a minimum of four hours up to overnight. And that will give you a strong herbal nourishing infusion that you can drink the next day. And this is just the first of the nourishing 
infusion podcast we're going to cover. There are many herbs that you can use. We do recommend rotating herbs. We don't recommend doing the same herb every day because well, that would get old. And, you know, having the same herb day in and day out, it's, I don't know, personally, I think it starts to lose effectiveness after a while. You I do too. Your body does tend to adjust to what you're taking and it does tend to adjust to the levels that you're taking it. So switching it out and kind of giving the biodiversity Giving your body a sense of biodiversity, I think, is really important. And I know that and it can be difficult to find the amount of herb that you need. You can either harvest it on your own, the dandelion or the nettle, or what I like to use, I like to use the dried herb. And I get, I'll drop some links for some resources where you can find a pound of nettle or a pound of dandelion. It's very inexpensive, and it's a very easy way to get your nutrients without spending a ton of money on supplements. So do you have any final thoughts, Brett? Yes. Start taking herbal infusions now. (laughs) (laughs) If there is one thing that you can do, um, if there's one thing that you can do for your health that is totally simple, totally effective, and will have an amazing uh, amazing noticeable result within the first week is definitely start taking the really strong, nice herbal infusions to replenish your body of all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients that you're missing. And if the taste is something that you don't care for, remember you can jazz it up. You know, if you don't like the feeling, you think if you think it tastes like ass, you can jazz it up with some honey. You can jazz it up with adding a little bit of mint to it, maybe a little bit of cinnamon or clove. Especially in the wintertime, I like to add some of the more warming herbs to it because it's something to keep you warm. And up here in Wisconsin, it gets damn cold out there. It does. And sometimes if, you, um, you know, if you're also following like a diet that's low in sugar um, or trying to watch your carbs by following you know, either like a paleo, keto, you know, a wheat-free, grain-free, sugar-free, da 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 um, Small changes, but you can add a few drops of like liquid stevia extract because stevia does have a sweetness that is a couple hundred times that of sugar. So a few drops will do it for you. So thank you for joining us on our second podcast for Urban Herbalist. And this is our first in our series of Nourishing Tonics. And Brett, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me and my services at www.oraclebrett.com. And you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Oracle Brett. And I'm Bonnie. I'm the owner of Urban Herbalist. You can find me at urbanherbalist.com, spelled H-E-R-B-A-N. H-E-R-B-A-L-I-S-T dot com, or you can email me at urbanherbalist at yahoo.com. I don't, um, I don't see clients yet. I will be shortly. If you want to have a consult with me, I will, when I'm ready to do that, I'll get the word out. But if you have any questions, if you have any topics you would like us to cover, if you have any herbs you would like us to cover, please feel free to email me at urbanherbalist at yahoo.com. And we are happy to share whatever knowledge we have. And if it's something we don't know, we're happy to research it because we're always looking to learn something new. Absolutely. And with herbs, you never... If you have anybody that says they know everything about herbs, they're lying. Because there are so many plants out there. There's so much that even the legendary herbalists say they're still learning. Absolutely. 
And, you know, on also scientific research and more studies are being done on different plants all the time. So if you ever want to look up anything, you can definitely look up a lot of medical journals in um, Germany and Britain and also Russia have some great medical studies on a lot of the medicinal herbs that we in America do not have studies on. So if you ever want to go that route, you can it really down the rabbit hole. So we're excited to share information with you. We're excited to be a part of your health journey. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, stay well, everybody. Stay well.